Hello and welcome to the Sex Logique podcast. This is the Christmas special and in today's episode we're gonna go through sexual fantasies and what the general difference are between men's sexual fantasies and women's sexual fantasies. are twice as likely to be triggered by what men have heard, seen or read. They tend to be more sexually explicit, more physically arousing and more about having objects of desire rather than being an object of desire. And what they mean here when they say object, they don't mean that our bodies are objects. They mean that um, so you can exchange object for person basically men have uh, have a tendency to fantasize more about having a person that they find desirable or sexually attractive rather than being the person um, that someone else finds attractive obviously we all want both but men fantasies have a stronger focus on being with someone that they find attractive compared to women has some stronger focus on being the attractive one and also tends to fantasize more about specific sexual acts their um, fantasies are more visual in nature and they are more likely to contain details about physical appearance so the breasts or the actually it doesn't matter the sexuality so it could be either way uh, whatever you find sex you find attractive um, but the, f- the physique of the person and they're more likely to involve anonymous partners and to more likely to involve multiple partners and also more likely to involve a variety of partners um, so does that if you are a man does that go in line with your own fantasies or not that would be very interesting to know. Now, women sexual fantasies tends to be a bit more romantic in content, uh, more emotionally arousing than sexually arousing. Again, when we say more, we mean more than men in this case. So it doesn't mean that all all women's sexual fantasies are romantic in context and emotionally arousing uh, more so than sexually arousing it just means that compared to men when comparing men and women we there is a difference Um, they have a higher tendency to surround some form of commitment they are more about implied behaviors and thoughts and more likely to have familiar partners so people they know in real life so women fantasize more of, of partners ex-partners someone they are or have been emotionally romantically or sexually involved with in some kind of way or someone in their day-to-day life so it could be a boss a colleague or someone they interact with it could also be another familiar face i guess like a celebrity that they feel in you feel involved with in it in some kind of way so a celebrity or even maybe a character but it's some kind of familiar face it's not just a completely unknown face 
while men have less of fantasies with a familiar face uh, they typically fantasize more about people whom they like to have sex with but haven't had a chance to have sex with yet but again this is just more or less so it doesn't mean that men never fantasize about their partner or don't fantasize about familiar people it's just been comparing men to women uh, men have are more likely to fantasize about strangers and women are more likely to fantasize about familiar people women's sexual fantasies tends to be more descriptive in characters setting plot and dialogue than men's and they're often themed around tenderness or they more often i should say not they more often themed around tenderness and more often include loss of self control so some kind of this you know can't take it any longer so they uh, you've been thrown against a wall or shucked on a table and eventually it's just mm, you can't stop <laughs> uh, they tend to unfold more slowly and are more focused on intimacy Again, this is general, but it would be interesting to know if that applies to you. If you're a woman, do you feel like this applies to you or not? So men tends to be a lot more visual than women when it comes to sexual uh, fantasies and sexual desire in general. Men tend to be more visual. So typically what men see are more important for the fantasy than the touching and the feeling uh, or the partner's response. Uh, and this is regardless of what kind of sexuality the man has. While women tends to be the opposite, the focus is more about the personal and emotional quality of the partner rather than just appearance. And uh, it's also more focus on the, the feel. But the feeling is not just like the emotional feeling, but also the physical feeling of being touched how does it feel being stroked how does it feel being penetrated and so on so women's uh, fantasies tends to be more and sexuality in general tends to be more focused on the sensation and the feeling and men are generally more focused on the visual part of it this is one of the many reasons so there are many reasons but one of the many reasons why for instance pornographic images and pornographic movies are more uh, consumed by men while pornographic literature and pornographic auditive is more uh, consumed by women because pictures and the movies are more visual in context while the uh, written or the auditive is more descriptive and more focused on the feeling you now have to describe the sensation in order for the person to uh, imagine the scenario in their own head. Now, there's also many other reasons for the difference in uh, the consumption of different kind forms of porn, and either sex can, of course, enjoy either kind of porn, uh, pornographic material, but um, that is one of the many differences. Women are also two and a half times more likely to focus on the response of the partner and how they feel. Um, than in their fantasies than men. But both men and women share an emphasis on faces in their fantasies. And this corresponds with the uh, men's tendency to be visual and women's tendency to 
want response indicators because the face is very expressive. But men and women fantasize an equal amount about the for- forbidden fruit. So people that would be inappropriate sex partners, for instance, someone that's married uh, or unavailable in some kind of way, or maybe someone you have a work relationship with where it wouldn't be appropriate to have a sexual uh, relationship with that person. Uh, those kind of fantasies are equal among men and women. This is just some fun information to keep in the back of your head. Um, it's, of course, more important uh, what your lover thinks uh, or the individuals you are sleeping with, how they feel about it. But it can be good to keep in mind just if you're trying to turn them on, uh, maybe by sexting or sending a video or a picture or a voice message or having dirty talk or trying to have a, some kind of role play. Uh, it's just worth to keep in mind that what's important for you in that scenario may not be so important for them, but other things might. Knowing this will help you to successfully turn them on uh, in the best kind of way. So to have best results, this information is uh, important. It's also important to know the fantasies of your partner when you are having sex. Um, so for men, tend to be much more visual, which means that you can use that in the way that you describe things. If you're using words, uh, you can use that information. If you take pictures, you can use it during sex that, okay, it's not just the sensation that is important here. What he sees is very important. So it's not just about maximum pleasure in sensation. It's also maximum visual stimulation that is important. For women, that is also important, but it tends to be less important than it is for men so uh, if you sleep with women and then you might want to focus more on the sensation and the the feeling uh, in the scenario again you want to use what works best for the individual you sleep with they might not be they might be an exception Um, it's again just uh, more likely or less likely it's not yes or no Um, but it's just it's just something fun to keep in mind then what also is important to remember is that i mean not all fantasies are good fantasies but there is no shame in sexual fantasies and we should not put any shame in our sexual fantasies and they don't necessarily have a deeper meaning so just be open-minded both with yourself but also with your partners uh, and create a safe space for them to share and a safe space for you to share your sexual fantasies because it's extremely important for sexual satisfaction whether uh, if you're in a couple or if you're single it doesn't matter being able to talk about sex being able to share our sexuality is extremely important for uh, our sex lives and it can really boost the quality of our sex lives so don't put any shame into sexual fantasies. You do not have to do them just because you talk about them. Not all fantasies are good in reality. Some things are best kept as fantasies. But when you are rejecting your partner's fantasies or sexuality, what you're saying is, don't be who you are. Be the person I wish that you were. And um, not accepting them is not going to make them go away in any way. 
So your partner is going to have these sexual fantasies, whether you like them or not, whether you approve of them or not. It's a fantasy that is something that just turns them on. And that's not going to change with your opinion regarding it. The only thing that's going to happen is that they're not going to want to share that with you anymore. So um, try to keep an open mind. For instance, it is perfectly normal to fantasize about other people than the person you are in a relationship with. Of course, like with everything, it can be too much. But just try to keep an open mind. If maybe your partner have fantasies about the threesome, that's a very common fantasy and it's perfectly normal to have. Uh, you don't have to do it. You can just talk about it and you can share it. Uh, and wor- try to work on your own acceptance is if you find that you and your partner's fantasies differ a lot. When you struggle with a fantasy, instead of rejecting it, try to ask follow-up questions. Like, what is it in the scenario that is so sexy or, or um, such a turn-on for you? Because then your partner can give, get into detail what about the scenario that is so hot. And sometimes you might find that the core of the fantasy uh, could be in line with your own fantasies. It's just the kind of decor that is different so if you get even if you don't initially find like the fantasy um, you might once you come down to the core of what it is in the scenario that is so sexy you might be able to create a new scenario that have all the ingredients that both find erotic and eternal and also not you don't have to share often i mean it's great to talk about them but it doesn't mean that you have to have a shared experience with every fantasy some fantasies can be just for you as well but um, being able to talk about it and being able to be open about your sexuality with your partner and with your lovers is uh, very very important Now, if you were to want to put these fantasies into reality, here are some tips and some rules. So first of all, if uh, your partner, if you struggle with talking to your partner because you find that your partner may reject your fantasies, you can use um, more a soft approach. And one thing that you can use is to say that you really want to do this with them specifically, that it's very important that a big important element of that sexual fantasy is that your partner is in it and also start with some of the milder fantasies you have you don't have to start with your most kinkiest hardcore fantasies straight away now some rules for turning fantasies into reality is one never do anything that makes you uncomfortable feel disrespected or feel unsafe physically or emotionally Number two, be willing to trust yourself and your partner that you can handle the situation and uh, that you have a pleasurable experience. Number three, prepare yourself for a fun adventure, but don't get too hooked up on the plan. It may not go exactly as planned and it might become even better. But when you focus too much that every detail has to be exactly the way that you imagine the fantasy, um, you might misstep and it might become too much of a choreography that you plan. So create the scenario and then see where it leads you. It might take you in a different direction that you weren't expecting. So just enjoy the ride. Number four, 
Don't try to find any meaning in the fantasies, just enjoy them. Don't put any judgment on yourself or your partner. Try to keep an open mind and don't analyze the situation. Number five, talk to your lover about the fantasies before you turn them into reality. Have a proper conversation about the fantasies before you try to make them a reality. It's going to make both of you much more prepared. So have a proper conversation beforehand. Number six, have variation in time and place when you play out your fantasies. Play also with the location and the time of day. Number seven, give yourself enough time to play out the fantasy. Recommended a minimum of 30 minutes, 30 minutes plus to truly play out the fantasy. So you don't have to stress through it because that's going to ruin the moment. Make sure you have enough time to really investigate this fantasy. Number eight, take turn role playing. Make sure you both take your turns role playing and also take turn in engaging in each other's fantasies. Number nine, give it your full attention. Remove anything that can distract from the fantasy. So no phones unless they're part of the fantasy. Put your phones on silence. Make sure you remove all possible distractions so you can fully engage in the sexual fantasy. Number 10, plan beforehand how you will communicate in case you have to stop the fantasy so that you don't ruin the moment. Because uh, a droply stop, just screaming stop, might completely get you. Uh, it, it might be a little bit of a downer. So have good communication or communicate, talk beforehand so you know how in the moment you can communicate if it's something that makes you not feel good or if you want to stop completely or um, if uh, something should be softer or harder or be done differently how can you communicate that in the fantasy when you are performing the fantasy without um, completely erupting the mood so a fantasy game you can play with your lover is that i want you to write down all fantasies you can think of every single one uh, and it doesn't matter how crazy they are. It doesn't matter if they're not at all possible in reality. It could be having sex uh, in space, you know. Just write down all of them. The sexual fantasies that you cannot do in reality might just be fun to play with as fantasies. They can be fun to be used for role play uh, or or just just kept for yourself but write down all the fantasies and I want your partner to do the same and then I want you to share this list with each other and when you sit there and look at your list I want you to put the things that you want to try out in reality on one list the things that you might want to role play or play with on one list and the things that hmm, one of you or neither of you would you want to keep them as fantasies on another list every fantasy that's on the list that you want to do in reality now you have like a bucket list of fantasy play of sex scenario sexy scenarios and i want you to start working down that list 
as many as you, as many as you can. And the list of fantasies you don't want to do in reality because maybe they will get you arrested or they just not appropriate or impossible to do in reality. You might uh, want to have some role play or you can use those for sexting or just when you want to turn each other on, you can remind each other of these little fantasies. So now you have a lot more ammunition to have fun in the bedroom and fun outside the bedroom, just turning each other on and uh, a much, much deeper knowledge of what kind of fantasies your partner actually have. So have fun with this. If you find that you just have so many fantasies that you and your lover want to do, you can even put it in a calendar for next year. And, you know, just have fun with this. I hope you have a lot of amazing sex and play with as many fantasies as you can. And I hope I see you next time.